Kia ora, everybody. What's up? It is Robert, and I am joined by Logan Wedgwood, partner at Advisory Works. How are you, my friend? I'm, I'm good, buddy. How are you? Let's be honest. You're tired. You were just telling me you've been working 16-hour days for the last <laughs> three weeks. You're at home. you got a kid. You've been kicked out. It's been it's been crazy. You're tapped, but yeah. you've committed. So I'm I think this is the reality yeah. of, of of business in, in, in 2020 after corona, right? Uh, for those who don't know, give the one-minute yeah. quick spiel on um, ad- advisory works, what you do, and how you roll. Well, I guess it's different to <laughs> the rundown that I gave you the last time we caught up. So the last time we caught up, I said we're specialists in strategy and execution. And uh, as of this moment, I guess what we are is we are a helpline for businesses who are getting nailed by what's yeah. going on at the moment. And so we are um, pivoting all of our tools and strategies and, and support to um, focus on contingency, continuity and recovery planning. And not just planning, but we're actually um, rolling up our sleeves and getting more into helping um, in any way that we can. And that's basically because that's what the market needs. And I think right the, the 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 genesis of I guess this chat is in the last week you've put out now two different PDF um, docs to help businesses. Um, sort of get through this time. Um, and then the, the latest one, which you just put out last night, which I think is very uh, timely, very perfect and very good. I'm just going to add this up to the stream now is running a business during lockdown. Now, for those who who are just uh, tuning and watching, you can get this uh, for free right now off advisory.works, www.advisory.works. Um, Logs, do you want to just sort of jump straight into it and kind of I guess give a quick top line of, of what you've done, how you've done it, and this is what the I guess all your brain power has been going to for the last little bit. Yeah, so I guess um, what we're trying to achieve with these documents is um, perspective, because business owners right now they are hurting. I am taking phone calls every day of people in tears, and um, the challenge at the moment is we are for we are all whether you're a business that's in lockdown whether you're a business that's shut down or whether you're a business that's an essential service we are all trying to figure out how the how we keep our businesses going right now and what the result of that is is everybody gets dragged down if you know in the past we've talked about getting dragged into business as usual this is worse than business as usual this is how how do i keep the lights on um, so when people are in that mode, it's really, really hard to see the bigger picture and there is a bigger picture. And if we're not looking and planning for what's going to be happening 90 days from now and six months from now, even if we make it through the next six to eight weeks, we're going to get caught out again with cash flow issues and, um, you know, customer issues and, and things like that, supply issues, supply chain issues. So what I'm trying to do here with these documents is, 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 um, help remind everybody to keep looking at the horizon and be aware that while I understand that you're looking at every single dollar right now, you need to be planning for every single dollar three months and six months from now. Um, because depending on how the economy comes out of the um, this crisis, and I, and I, I don't like referring to it as the, the um, COVID crisis because whilst that was the trigger, what's happening with the economy is going to be much more painful for business owners for much longer than what the virus will be. Um, well, I think I'm not a scientist, so I could be wrong. So explain that to me again. So this is the in terms of financial terms at a macro level. How does this, how does this piggyback and, and sort of play out in a in a month by month or quarterly sort of period between now and and when we kind of get back to not the old ways things were, but pre Corona. How how do you see this playing out? Okay, so 
I'm not an economist, so economists will have really, really good opinions at this stage on um, what shape the economy will take post-lockdown. Um, I think two weeks ago, everyone was probably optimistic that it would be a V, which is a short, sharp recovery. The, the virus hits, we go into lockdown, and then um, we very quickly all get back into work, get back to doing business, and the, and the economy responds. Um, um, I believe that no, I don't believe. Got to choose my language carefully here because I don't want to misadvise people. But I would what I'm planning for. So personally, I'm planning for a W or an L. I, I think at best. Um, what what, best does, that, what does that mean? A W and an L for those who don't know, just quickly. Okay, so the V is a short, sharp recovery. A U is a is a protracted recovery. It's slightly longer than a V. Takes longer for us to get back to an upswing. A W is a false start recovery where we think we're recovering and things bounce and then boom we crash again and then we try and bounce again and that's the devastating one because you've allocated um, your planning and cash reserves to the initial bounce and that happens and then you drain your cash and then you drop again and then you can't replenish that trash that cash and then when it goes to grow again you have no cash to grow and that's when most businesses um, would tip over would be on that second bounce um, and then the L is the really scary one that we're all avoiding talking about, which is a depression. And so I am certainly not going to talk about that being where we're heading. Um, but I'm planning for it just in case. If that's the scenario that we're facing, how do I need to respond? Yeah. So the... Um, Does that make sense? No, to totally get it. I think the, 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 key, the key piece from it, from, okay. I, I guess, my side is you'd be saying... Um, save the pennies and, and plan that it could last longer than expected. Um, if it pops back up, yeah. don't keep, don't triple down into the, you think that life is all good and wait till you get to that next phase. So almost it's like um, patience uh, to get through the, the, the entire thing instead of just uh, thinking it's just going to just jump straight in the mix. Um, so yeah. I just, so basically the one that you've, so you just released this one running a business during lockdown last night. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yes, yesterday afternoon. I worked on it um, all weekend and my team did as well. So. Mate, it looks, yeah, it's, it's, it's been going, but interesting, right? So, because I look through this um, uh, 2.3 million paid employees, blah, 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 um, protect, and, protect and if possible, grow your cash position, uh, collect debts on mm -hmm. time and don't allow, allow credit out of term, renegotiate fixed overheads. Like this is, this is an entire playbook, one through whatever yeah. for, for everything, right? Like how did you... What are the key takeaways from this if someone's watching it right now? Um, the, so I'll use the vernacular that we're using within within our business um, because consultants work solo a lot. It could be quite a lonely, um, a lonely place to be when you're spending all of your time helping other people. So as consultants, we meet every day, twice a day, once in the morning, once at the end of the day. And our vernacular, the way that we're talking about the things that matter right now is... Um, the first thing that matters is people, but we're, we're talking about cash as being the first thing that matters because if we don't solve that part quickly with businesses, um, then the people get impacted much more quickly. So cash, people, strategy, execution. Um, those are the four kind of headings that we're operating with loosely. And um, the, the cash thing is making sure every dollar is working and then knowing ahead of time what are the trigger points 
for the decisions that you need to make so that they don't become an emotional decision, they become a local decision. So we're not saying cut all of your people now, make everyone redundant, send everybody home, let the government clean up the mess. We're actually trying desperately to get people to hold on to their to their people where possible. You might have a couple of really, really, really poor performers that you just can't afford to keep on um, at this time. But um, we're also saying continue to pay your suppliers keep paying your bills and keep paying them on time because we're actually only going to get through this together as a community and as a nation if we look after each other. We look, um, the old way of business was so competitive and I believe as part of the new way that we'll be doing business going forward is it's not going to be about competition, it's going to be about collaboration and it's going to be about um, how you work with your suppliers, not how you beat them down on price and and string them out on cash terms it's going to be how you work with your employees um, as an example I had somebody ask a question yesterday and it pissed me off and I had to bite my tongue um, because they were talking about how you hold um, how do I hold my people accountable for showing up at nine o'clock and doing a full hour, eight hour work day and in my head I went are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like if you can't learn right now <laughs> in this environment that that's yeah. not the way now and it's never going to be the way again if you're not learning now you're going to be woefully inept for dealing with business in the next um in the next year and coming years because we've been forced to move to a distributed work environment i'm working from home with two little boys me and my wife have businesses multiple businesses that we're trying to run with no child care no support and um if I'm on here now having the call, she's dealing with the kids by herself. So if we're still both doing an eight-hour workday, this is what it looks like for us. My wife wakes up at 5.30 a.m. and works from 5.30 a.m. till 7.30 a.m. At 7.30 a.m., I'm uh, well, from 7 a.m., I take over and wake the kids up. Um, I make their breakfast and make them fluffies and do coffees and things. And then I have the kids from um, 7.30 until 9.30. Um, she's working. Then from 9.30 until 11.30, I'm doing my team meetings and my first bit of work. Then we put our kids down for a nap from 12.30 till 3, and both of us are working. And then we're negotiating every day who gets to do the afternoon shift and who gets to do those hours. And then one of us is doing the night routine, and then both of us are working from 8 p.m. until you know 11 p.m. or midnight. And that's our that's our way of working at the moment, just to just to keep the train on the tracks in this environment. And when I think about businesses trying to hold, if I was an employee and they're going, I want to hold you accountable to turning up and finishing at five, holy shit, if it wasn't for the environment, my language would be <laughs> yeah. less, carefully, less carefully chosen. So the challenge that I would um, position with businesses now is forget the way that you used to do things. Forget it. You've got an opportunity now to think about how you look after your people in the future. It doesn't mean sitting in traffic for two hours every morning so that you can turn up at nine. Mm. If they've got kids and they've got, a, got a, a partner that works as well as most do in the modern environment where you don't really get stay-at-home people, everybody has a side hustle or, or another job or something to try and keep up with the rat race, businesses need to be thinking about how you support people to be their best self for the company at the time that works for them. And that's what's amazing about Advisory Works and all of us. We choose our schedules and we are all supportive of each other. So the new way of working, how do we get through the next economy? 
And then the new way of working, how do we support our suppliers? How do we support our customers? How do we support our people? How do we do this together as a nation so that we are working far, far better, far more collaboratively and leaning on each other um, to, to become a, a, a strong nation again? Because that's what's going to be needed. Dude, Sorry, I got a bit passionate there. But no, no, no. It's real I'm shit tired. because, no, no, dude, 100%, bro. Like, everyone's got their shit, right? Like, we were talking last week with, with um, a few crew about, you know, some people are very fortunate enough, like, if they've got, you know, um, old, older kids that they can sort of take care of themselves, whatever. But there's a lot of um, business people with, with young children right now. They don't have daycare. They don't have grandma who can come, come over. They don't have... Um, you know, like, like a big extended family to, to do the daycare. And even just that, like negotiating, okay, well, I've got to do X, Y, Z, boom, 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 from three to five, negotiating on a two, an hour by hour basis with you and your partner for it. And some people think about some other people, they, they um, plenty that have uh, children with no other support. They may be solo parents. How do they never navigate yep. all this, right? Like I know um, it's, it's, just, it's savage, right? So as much as, um, you know, plenty are in very fortunate positions. Let's not be, um, you know, too idealistic because you're definitely right. Like you're a smart, smart man. You're, you've got, you've done very well for yourself, but even you with options, it's still flipping stressful as shit. Right. And I think we're only one week into this shit. Like I know I'm actually really excited on Thursday. We're, um, uh, catching up with Dr. Paul Woods. Um, had uh, been to prison an expert in um, you know isolation and a whole bunch of crazy stuff. So we're going to be talking to him as well. But I think you're you're right too wow. on the, the the business side. I just wanted to bring up. Um, I love this. Share. This is in the the latest one. So if you've just tuned in, it is um, basically running your business through hard times. Uh, Twelve key considerations for leading in a crisis: be decisive and action oriented. Exercise empathy, which is that that is a huge one. Which you were like talking about before. Like I think. I think Corona in many ways is actually going to, um, I think it's going to humanize leadership in a way that we've never seen before. And I think leaders that lead with love are going to come out not only on top, but the new, the just, yeah, I think empathy is going to hopefully come out way more on top. Um, communicate constantly. Um, I was talking to, uh, we talked to um, Craig Hudson's uh, MD of Zero last week, and he's doing uh, daily uh, update videos to all of his staff on their Slack channels, like personalized things, uh, set and reset expectations, mm -hmm. be ahead of the game, empower the organization, intentionally structure. Just go back to that set and reset expectations part. Yeah, go for it. See, that's what's really interesting, right? Because we, okay, we still, um, one of the things that really pissed me off was that meme that went around where um, that got shared widely on social media where they went, you know, your grandparents were asked to go to war, you're asked to be, you're being asked to sit on the couch, you know, deal with it what a, a totally unhelpful thing to share you're not being asked to sit on the sit on the couch you're if you're employed your your employer right now is one not getting paid mm. two desperately trying to figure out how they don't lose their house mm. and you're thinking that sitting on the couch and watching netflix is all you have to do no i'm not saying that um that you don't need to do your hours anymore you still need to do your hours but you have to do it in a way that um, works for you and for your family and for your lifestyle but you still need to work on outcomes you still have to deliver on your promises and make the things happen for the business that need to happen otherwise there will be no business at the other end and you won't be able to have netflix um yeah so it's it's, it's not for the business it's owner, yeah 
Yeah, and and for the business owner, it's not about going. I need to see you checking in every day at nine o'clock. It's helpful if you do because we can all connect as a team and we can continue to build our culture and we can still connect as human beings. But um, it's about going. The expectation is we still need to get stuff done. How do I, as a business owner, help support you to do that? Because my expectation is that you will still get it done. But I understand you have kids and a family and a you know wife with their own business and blah 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 what flexibility do we need? What is the best time for me to meet with you? My team all know that they're, they're calling me at 8.30 at night because that's when I have the most bandwidth to think. Mm. Um, so, you know, that setting expectations in this new environment is really um, is a really important piece. Totally agree. Have a clear expectation of how this will play out. If you can anticipate change, signal it early so people start to get their head, head around it. Take every step you can to create surety. Um, be ahead of the game. Number six, empower the organization. Intentionally structure your new business as usual early. Number eight, keep connected. Meet more often. Structure and set priorities. Focus on what you can control. Influence. Don't run. It, it panics the troops. Number 12, take time to look after yourself and your family and recharge. This is such a great document, man. Who, um, and, the f have you, and you said you've got another one as well that's coming out. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we got several, uh, so there's two in the market now, and there's another one that I'm working on right now. Um, the first one we released um, the Monday of the the Monday before we went into lockdown, I think, and um, we were doing that because uh, we were at level two, and we were going into level three, and then going to level four, and. Um, business owners were just in an absolute flat. No one knew whether they were essential business or not. No one knew or not whether and whether the business owner could still go into the office. You know all of those questions. So we were very quick to um, we put that one together. Oh, it took me probably thirty hours over three days. Me and the people Jeez. involved with pulling it together, and. Um, we did that as fast as we could and got it out in market so that business owners could start being decisive because that's what was missing. Um, so that was that one. That went out of date within about 48 hours. The information in it was out of date. Um, as soon as we went to level four, we went, shit, even we got it. You know, um, we didn't get it wrong, but we, we there were elements that moved more quickly than we mm. thought. We've never seen something move this quickly. Yeah, totally. No, never. And then the second document um, we put together over the weekend for today, um, because we're trying to wait for the, it's a, it's a hard balance because we're trying to wait for enough of the environment to change that we can take some learnings from it and go here, business owners, this is what you need to respond to right now. Um, but at the same time, not be so slow that we're too late to give them the tools they need to navigate it. So yeah. the one that I'm working on at the moment um, is um, the working title that I have in my head um, which is not approved by the team or anything yet, is, um, you know, how to adjust your business to the new way of working. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to pull research together and trying to think about what businesses are going to need to navigate and go through when they go through those different economic cycles, whichever one it ends up being. And also um, this corona thing, you know, I hate to say it, but lockdown is probably going to be extended, not ended in four weeks. That's my prediction. Um, at I best, agree. we'd go down to a level three. Um, and level two will be at least two months away, if not if not longer. Um, and the travel rest restrictions will be in place for months and months. So, um, you know, events companies, tourism companies, um, hospitality. I, I I really feel for the people running those companies because right now they're just watching every dollar go out and they have no dollars coming in. The rest of us, 
who are in wave two and wave three of when these impacts are going to hit. So if tourism events, et cetera, are wave one, they got nailed in four days. Four days yep. flat, they went from having a business to not having one. Here New Zealand's an example. Anybody who was doing large events with 500 events, people. Yep. So, yeah, dead overnight. Cafes, bars, Wave two, yep, all gone. Uh, well, all closed. Um, some of them will have cash reserves to start up again, hopefully. A lot won't. The second wave is everybody doing manufacturing and um, producing of things. If you're producing a thing of value, um, massively impacted right now, can't do anything, are going to try and figure out how to start up again in, in mm. six weeks' time uh, or eight weeks' time and be faced with the challenges that they've never faced before. So I'm trying to think about what those might be and pull information and data in to help me make um, suggestions. And then there's wave three. And wave three aren't being affected yet, which is interesting. If you look at IT companies, Zoom, um, um, uh anybody who are helping businesses figure out how to work from home. Um, some marketing companies, um, one of mine, so I've got four businesses, one of them's a marketing company. That company hasn't been impacted at all, sailing along. Um, my professional services company impacted now. We're, we're already seeing the impacts. Um, IT companies um, not being impacted yet. But then mm. um, customers who are in those frontline businesses have got impacted fast. So how, if they're not being impacted yet, they've probably got another six to eight weeks of runway before they start to see their cash account get impacted. And then they're going to be making the decisions now, uh, then that we're making now. So what can they learn from that? Um, what does the new distributed work environment look like if people do suddenly who work for big corporates who didn't know how to do a nine to five from home? Well, now they're being forced to figure it out. What does it look like for them if you're a bigger company when the nine to five doesn't exist anymore. Um, so those are some of the things I'm wrestling with at the moment and yeah, trying to pull it, information together. It's that, it's that race, right? Because when you see it like chess and you can see each different domino go down, what are the challenges at that domino? What, how do you then react to that? What data can you pull in to give? And it's not like you've got to give full um, legal advice to whatever's coming in the pipeline, but you know these waves that you're talking about, I can totally see coming. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, Malcolm Mersham just said, agree, times have changed, already changed. I like the more, the more human leadership. And I, I think that's definitely going to be a thing. One of the other parts of it, uh, is you talk about uh, for those now working remotely, continue, uh, continuity crisis, establishing rules and protocols for working from home, ensure the team meetings continue, keep morale high and protect your culture. Like I even saw uh, Jason Paris was wearing a different sort of funky head thing on each different day just to keep, you know, mm -hmm. just to have a bit of a vibe, find yeah. ways to collaborate and communicate, remain I connected, enhance visibility and accountability, focus on measuring the right things. I mean, this whole thing is an exact playbook for um, what's coming up how it's all rolling what to do and it's got some pretty um really interesting stuff in there so uh, if you uh scoping this and want to check it out this is advisory works has just put out uh, running a business during lockdown it's free it's a pdf you can get it online at advisory.works um and yeah what a what a crazy scenario you're in and, and definitely mad kudos and 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 props to you. Um, if people want to uh, check any of this out, obviously they can go to advisoryworks.works. Um, they can check Logan out on uh, on LinkedIn. Um, but man, it sounds like you're in the you're in the midst of chaos, my friend, navigating and balancing it all. So mm -hmm. so prop, props to you, my friend. Props mm. to you. Uh, any last or final words? But what or a thing to learn from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. what a thing to learn from, right? Mm. Like as a as a as a advisor to, to businesses, I've learned some 
lessons around how I needed to be better earlier. Um, I've learned lessons around, um, you know, what business owners need to be thinking about now and, and are learning lessons too. I think there's one thing that I, I do want to comment on and it's down the end of the, uh, the end of that document. And, um, and I think it's a question that a lot of businesses are going to really need to think about as they think about which economic reality might play out at the other end of lockdown. And it's too early. And I, and I need to be really careful what I say here because there are there are businesses right now that are, that are in tears because they're losing everything. And I understand that. And they're not in a place where they can think strategically. They're in a place where they're thinking about their house. Then there's businesses who aren't being affected at all and they're a little bit cavalier and they go, nah, we're fine, we're sailing along and I get that too. So actually providing thoughts and commentary and things on the, on this environment is quite dangerous and quite hard to do for us at the moment because we can get it quite wrong for some people. So as long as people understand that trying to take a middle lane and we understand that there are people in other lanes, you know, we're trying to take a middle lane and give as much value as we can. So having said that, when businesses find the time to come up for air and think about what it might look like a few months from now and what economic environment we might be in, down the bottom of the sheet, I've got what's your cash position. And a lot of people are aware of what their cash position might be now. The, what they're modelling is what they think the cash position might be in in a few months' time. And the really hard emotional decision that people need to prepare themselves for and this is the one that's really hard to talk about and really hard to raise, but we need to raise it so that people so the other people who don't have businesses know that this is what business owners are going through. These businesses are going to need to decide whether or not they want to keep fighting. Jeez. Because for some, that might be taking on a $500,000 loan from a bank with interest guaranteed by the government against their house. And if we hit a W economy um, rebound, and they don't have the cash or the willingness to fight, you know, if they're exhausted at the end of the, the next few months, which they may well be, they might have to decide to protect their family, protect their house, that they're not willing to keep going. Yeah. And I have had business owners on the phone in tears for weeks now, and those ones have been forced to make that decision early. But that's a decision that is coming for some. How much money do I borrow? So knowing your cash position now and working with your bank now and working with the government funding now to get your cash position as stable and clear as you can get now so that you know exactly how many months you've got in business before you run out of money. I know exactly when I'm going to run out of money based on the current trends and scenario and I check it every day. Yeah. Um, they need to know that so that they know when the decision is to borrow money or not, how much or uh, or how little, and whether that's going to be enough to get them through and positive again. So Dude, um, it's, it's go. going to be a gnarly time for sure, man. Uh, Logan Wedgwood, partner at Advisory Works, www.advisory.works. Check out the PDF. Um, I know you, you're tapped, you're tired, you're flipping stress. It's chaos for we your entire are. world. So I, I appreciate um, you putting the time in to create something that genuinely helps others, which is a, you know, you've done it in a written format. Hopefully this does it in a little bit of video format. Um, appreciate your time, my brother, and um, try, and, try and get some rest. Hi, hi to wifey, and I'll talk to you soon, eh? Thanks, man. Strap, brother. Uh, Logan Wedgwood, absolute good bastard. Um, and from the mix with uh, Advisory Works, go to Advisory Works website, 
download it, check it out. So many businesses are going to be struggling with that right now. And it's an amazing step-by-step, play-by-play thing of what you can do right now to make a difference. Uh, See you up soon, everyone, team. And uh, we've got another one starting very, very soon. See you soon. Peace.